All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. It is the Infinite Fringe right here on Aftermath Media, ladies and gents. Hope everybody is doing well. Uh, it's another week of uh, of the nonsense in the world going on. It continues no matter what. But the nonsense keeps spinning, and we will continue to report it. At least we're going to try to continue to report it. I have an all-star cast of, uh, of the real deal, real people here. Um, real, real uh, pundits. How should I even describe you guys? I, I don't even know. But I'm going to try. And I'm going to do my best. Uh, Mr. John Brissom, you've been here before on several occasions. Didn't I speak to you yesterday, sir? Live from the kill shed. Mr. John Brissom, back on the Infinite Fringe. How are you? I'm doing well, Billy. Thank you for having me on the Infinite Fringe. I'm glad to be here. Um, we're not pundits. Uh, we're researchers Research. and authors. Authors. I, I, I like to say legendary, the legendary Don Jeffries, ladies and gents, is here with us today. Can you believe it, Mitchell? Here with us on uh, Aftermath Media for the very first time. Don Jeffries, how are you? Say hello to the people over at, over at Aftermath Media. Hello, Aftermath Media. It's always a pleasure to be with you, Billy Ray, and it's nice to be with you again, too, John. Hey, Don, tell the people a little bit about what you do just in case they don't know you. I mean, I'm having a hard time believing that nobody knows you at this point, but <laughs> go ahead and tell them what it is that you do, what it is that you're about. Well, I've, I'm the author of uh, my sixth book is going to be published later this year, which is about showbiz, a little different departure for me. But I had one novel published, and then I've had uh, a couple of very successful conspiracy books, Hidden History and Crimes and Cover-Ups in American Politics, 1776-1963, uh, which goes overall a lot of the, the, uh, the hidden issues in history. In American history, mostly. Uh, Survival of the Richest is my book about the economy and the rigged system. And then Bullyocracy, which was my last book that was published, is about bullying in schools. I also blog regularly at donaldjeffries.wordpress.com. They keep it an unreal blog. Get a lot of good traffic over there. And I host uh, I Protest, which is a weekly show every Friday on TFR. And uh, I have lots of interesting guests there. So I'm, you know, I do lots of interviews as well, too. So if people Google my name, they're, they're going to find more than they would want to know, probably. Absolutely. There you go, Mr. Don Jeffrey. So I brought you guys together. Hey, John, you want to tell them what's up? I mean, I know they know you already, but you can tell them. Hurry up. Tell, tell them what's up, where they can find me. All that, all that stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Hi, you can find me. We've read the documents on YouTube. We've underscore read on Twitter. Fixyourgut.com for all your alternative natural health, integrative health needs. Uh, Fix Your Gut on Amazon if you want to pick up a copy. It's the third edition. Um, and uh, yeah, all right. I think that's it. Thanks. 
All right, so let's do it. Let's get into this real quick. So I brought you guys together to discuss this uh, vaccine passport that is all over the place. Joe Biden has uh, has a- 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 expressed his intentions to have a national vaccine passport, right, uh, of sorts. Israel has already done this to some degree. And uh, what they're saying is that, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be the corporations that, that are going to uh, Biden is going to be working with the corporations of the United States that are going to uh, implement this sort of stuff in order to do business with them. Like you can't, uh, you know, maybe fly things like this. We saw this coming a mile away, but it is here now. This is what they're trying to implement. John Brissom, I'm going to go to you first. What are you thinking about this man? Vaccine passports. Well, obviously I'm not a fan in the slightest bit of it at all. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody here too is not as well. Decrease government control. Uh, we're probably going to have some non-government um, groups uh, that probably would be associated with building and maintaining some sort of vaccine passport. Um, I would assume probably Palantir. Palantir is involved with the UK rollout. Uh, so you have, of course, Peter Thiel being involved with Palantir. Um, and uh, they were also uh, – Palantir was involved with Project Tiberius which was the United States uh, tracking and tracing system for COVID-19 vaccines of who's gotten the vaccine, um, who, um, where the vaccines are, um, the distribution of the vaccines, where some of that was handled by our own uh, uh, United States military National Guard um, through Operation Warp Speed. Of course, that was put forth by the Donald Trump administration in combination with the U.S. military and in combination with um, the, uh, of course, Big Pharma um and jared kushner so my guess is is they're probably going to go with palantir hello some sort of company like that Mm, you're breaking up over there brisson am i still breaking up no you're fine now go ahead they're probably going to go with some sort of company like that or be some sort of offshoot Mm -hmm. um and they're going to put it in effect so that you'll have something on your phone or there'll be paper cards that you can mm. print out and it'll have stamped on when you got your vaccine, like which vaccine is it? The Merrick, uh, is, is, it, is it the Moderna vaccine? Is it the Pfizer vaccine? Is it the Johnson and Johnson vaccine? Is it the AstraZeneca vaccine? Uh, and, uh, you know, what doctor administered, administered it when it was administered, blah, 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 blah. And you'll be able to show that you've gotten the vaccine or that you have antibodies to COVID-19 if they even go allow you to do that now at this point. Because mm-hmm. I think they're pushing it for the vaccine. Um, and, uh, you'll, you know, how far will this go? Will this be you needed to board a plane? You needed to go to a rock concert? You needed to leave your state? You needed to leave your county? You needed to, to go to the grocery store? How far are they willing to take this? Anybody's guess it, it could be. Um, I, I thought that it may get to this point. However, I thought that it probably will just be not mandatory per se, like it is in Israel, but just be, you know, okay, well, you can, you, you need it to board a plane. Like, like American airlines requires you to show your vaccine passport to board a plane. Right. I thought that might be as far as it go. I guess we'll see. It depends on what they can get away with, but no matter what it is, an invasion of our privacy, they can't completely secure the data anyway. It's going to have your private medical data, uh, and there's going to be multiple, you know, passport programs that are probably issued to various companies, and a shared of your own uh, medical data, which is going to, um, um, 
probably violate HIPAA laws to some some degree. There's been some lawyers who handle HIPAA violations. We've been arguing about how secure and safe this is with your own medical data being carried around on your smartphone. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's that aspect of it. There's the uh, surveillance state aspect of it. There's the private, you know, f- you know, freedom of being able to travel aspect of it. Um, and there's going to be kind of a keeping of the Joneses aspect of it too, right? You know, people be like, oh, show me your COVID passport. <laughs> Vaccine passport is as sick as that is. Um, and it's sad. I mean, they tried it on Israel first. And there was a lot of pushback in Israel, though, however, that has been reported that some people don't think that there is, but there actually was. There's many people in Israel that were actually faking the cards and not getting the vaccines so much so that it was reported in uh, um, the Jerusalem Post uh, that that was an issue, that people were faking it and uh, that it was a problem. Uh, that there were that many of these vaccines, as they claim to have been given in Israel, that BB is trying to claim for re-election, isn't necessarily true. So, I mean, there's always going to, if there's a will, there's a way, right? There's always going to be a way to circumvent this, hopefully. But it's just another form of them putting their boots on our neck and trying to get us to succumb to the system. Well, we saw this coming, and I think um, it might be just the most dangerous part of of everything that happened. Don, you're writing a book on the pandemic and um, on COVID-19. Right. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this because this is uh, potentially the end game, right? It it could be. Let's see what happens with this vaccine afterwards, right? We don't know what's going to happen after it gets into the arms of people six months down the line or years, you know, five, ten years. Who knows what kind of implications, health implications this vaccine is going to have, right? And I think that's a fair question to ask, right? Like it's not even a conspiratorial one. It's a common sense one. Because we've never seen anything like this before. Something being rushed out this quickly, right? To, uh, right. to uh, you know, calm a potential pandemic now down. And we can argue about whether or not that's the case, right? But here we go. Um, just like John alluded to, a lot of these business, businesses out here are going to require some type of verification. Yeah. And it's going to be digital. It's a digital. Everything's digital now. A digital vaccine passport. You, we're going to show your papers, please. It's like, show me your iPhone. And let me know that you have been vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to come into this restaurant or in order to travel on our planes in order to get, oh, you can bet your freaking bottom dollar. If you want to take a cruise, you're going to have to prove that you've taken this vaccine. Things like this. What's up, sir? Yeah, I mean, and there's there's going to be a lot of uh, shaming uh, from just not only the, the, the business and what will happen is, you know, we, we, as John D. Rockefeller said a long time ago, competition is a sin. And our system has always operated that way. So once uh, one starts doing it, you know, once once one big business requires and you are, already have with the airlines doing it, the rest will follow suit because they don't want to be looked at by the Karens of the world. Oh, you know, how come, you know, that's not safe. You know, you're going to that bar, you're going to that restaurant, you know, they don't require a vaccine. Uh, once they start doing it, it'll become universal. And of course, they'll be able to say, technically, it won't be mandatory. You don't have to do it. You just, you know, you just won't be able to go anywhere or do anything. You know, you just sit home and I guess maybe you can order takeout. I don't know. But, you know, they, it could get to where, you know, you want your pizza delivered. Well, you got to show your vaccine right. card or, you know, our, right. our driver has to stay safe. You know, so, uh, I mean, I don't know. Right. But, right. No, uh, I get it. Go ahead. But it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. And uh, certainly 
people, people again, should be questioning so many things about the vaccine. Number one, it, it was not tested adequately at all. Number one, it was uh, thought of by Donald Trump, who's the arch villain of the establishment that's pushing it, supposedly the arch enemy. And uh, there's one thing, you know, they're not cri cri criticizing him for now. You know, they're not, they're not saying, you know, this was really reckless of Donald Trump to push through this warp speed vaccine and uh, not really get it tested. They're not, they, that's one thing he's not criticized for. So, uh, you know, the, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. And uh, they're covering up there. There's so many. And it's hard for me writing this book. Uh, the censorship on these search engines now is just outrageous. Fi trying to find information is really hard. They're blacking it out. Thank goodness for all the people out there that send me information. I have a lot of loyal people that are, they're making the acknowledgements of the book too, doing it, uh, that are sending me lots of, I don't know how they do it, but they're, they're, they got deep mad skills at, at digging through these search engines that I, I can't do. But uh, you, you, I know that there's lot, there are lots of alternative information out there about the, um, the uh, reactions to the vaccines and that people are dying. People are supposedly, I think it's in Great Britain or elsewhere, there was uh, supposedly just a real outbreak, a horrific, of miscarriages to women, pregnant women that yeah. had this, and and again they're 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 covering this up like crazy. And then you have just in our country, you had just the you know the uh, the famous people, Hank Aaron, you know, healthy as a horse, mid 80s, but you know had huge guns still. Gets a vaccine, boom, he's gone. Jesus. Larry Larry King, uh, you know, still looked relatively healthy, 87 years old, whatever he was, boom. As the virus, then you have Marvin Hagler, which is the most interesting one of all, because you had Tommy Hearns, who you know again. Yeah, a lot of these guys, especially these black athletes, they don't understand the program. So they, you know, they, they, they're saying stuff they, they don't, they don't know they're not supposed to say. And uh, he tweeted out, you know, hey, please pray for Marvin Hagler. He's struggling for his life in ICU from the after effects of the vaccine. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, Tommy, you're not supposed to say that. I don't know where to Tommy Hearns better be in hiding right now, too, because uh, he's probably going to be given the, the vaccine at gunpoint after this. But, uh, but <laughs> and, and, and after he said that and slipped up. Marvin Hagler's wife comes out, his widow, and, you know, is uh, they made her an offer. She couldn't refuse. Oh, no, no, no. There's there's nothing to do with the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks, Mrs. Hagler. I hope you got, I hope you got a, you know, a nice payoff for that and uh, nice effort, Tommy. But, uh, you know, so this is – and then you have uh, – uh, what's his name that just died? The uh, Elgin Baylor. I mean, it's a, it's a war on black athletes apparently. Uh, he just died. I haven't seen a cause for it. Again, he's in his 80s. Sure, could have been – but – you know, it's, it, uh, my guess is these guys like Hank Aaron as well, Larry King, they're in their 80s. They're the most terrified group of all because they're the most at risk groups. So of right. course, they're. I mean, I know the old people in my family. I mean, oh, God, God, you know, they're they're so mad that, you know, <laughs> they I have to get my second vaccine, not just the first, the second one. So these people are terrified. The fear porn has worked so well on them. So Elgin Baylor, you know, I, I'm going to take a wild guess that he had his vaccine and that's why they're not, they're just saying natural causes and he was old. But, um, uh, I think that this, there's a huge effort. And again, you go to the search engines and you're going to have a real hard time. You're going to have to go to like the Robert F. Kennedy juniors and Dell big trees. Those people are publicizing the children's health, uh, fund and, and, and places like that, that are, that are publicizing it, but there, there have been reactions out there. And, you know, this is it, Billy. It's just, it's just the essential. This is where I like to call the left out on its hypocrisy because, you know, I, I think everybody, all the anti-vaxxers should just adopt the slogan, my body, my choice. Well, yeah. My choice. Right. I mean, wh why doesn't that apply for this? I mean, if I, if I can do what I want with it, you know, a, a growing human being inside of me, why can't I 
have the right to say, you know, and I, cause the thing about it is like, I, I posted on some anti-vax thing today that popped up on my feed and, and, and I, on social media, I said, you know, the, the difference, the distinction here is that, cause they said, we've got to, we've got to uh, stop the anti-vaxxers or remove the anti-vaxxers. And I said, well, remove from where and how, what are you, what are you talking about? But I said, you're never going to see anybody like me talk about, we have to remove the people that are pro-vaccine. I don't care. Get all the vaccines you want. I, nobody's, I, you know, you have the right to do that. Just like I wouldn't care if you, whatever drugs you stick in your body, you have the right to do that. But don't tell me what I can't do. This is a matter of choice. And if people want to opt out, they certainly should make it so that you're going to become a second-class citizen. And yeah. that's what's going to happen. I can almost see a different type of apartheid if this continues yeah. in the future where you're going to have a whole separate thing where, you know, maybe separate drinking fountains. Remember they, and they won't have a sense of irony going back to it. They really won't. You know, over here for the non-vaccinated. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, this is a really slippery slope here. And we need to fight it, but unfortunately, it's really hard because the entire media, and that includes the internet, thank goodness we still have shows like this. And more and more people need to listen to it because um, it's it, the information is being censored. They're not giving you the right picture. They're painting a rosy picture of these vaccines, and they're attributing any death that happens to people right after they get vaccinated with other conditions, whereas anybody, we know all the people, and I'm tabulating them for the book, it's a, it's you know unbelievable. We don't have any idea. Some one, one official person came out. I think the, the ex-director of the WHO mm. himself said as many as 40 percent of the deaths that are being attributed to the, the to COVID are from other causes. This is a director of the WHO, the one that's orchestrating this thing. So in that case, when somebody dies of obviously other causes, and that has included motorcycle accidents and things like that, shotgun victims. We've all heard about that. That the cause of death was listed as COVID. They put COVID for anything, but the exact opposite applies to the vaccine when clearly uh, they were healthy until they had the vaccine. So we need honest reporting and uh, we just have to spread the word as best we can. Right, man. Um, uh, my body, my choice, right? This is something that I resonate with when it comes to vaccines. And like, I'm just like you. I don't care if people want to get vaccines, you know, and yeah. me, I may want to get a vaccine, but I may not want to get this one, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, it seems perfectly natural and normal to me to reject what I am putting in my body and accept what I am putting in my body. It's my choice, not anybody else's, but, um, they're making it, like you said, it's, it's a, it's de facto forcing people to take yep. this. Like, you, you know, they'll tell you it's, you know, it's not mandatory. You have a choice, but the choice is the alternative is, you know, you can't fly. You're going to sit, sit at home or something. This is the can't way it's work. looking. Listen, I, I don't know if this is actually going to happen. Okay. But, but right now you can, you can go to any search engine, type this up, turn on the mainstream media, see what they're saying. They're, they're promoting this. Uh, there's some pushback, of course, by uh, some GOP lawmakers. I think or Ron DeSantos in Florida was like, screw that. We're not doing it. You know? Um, but, um, but it's a very possible likelihood because they can't tell corporations not to do it. They will, you know, in, in order to protect their clientele, they would say, uh, Don, you, you sounded like you wanted to say something. I'm going to go back to you. Go ahead. No, you're exactly right. And if you, if you get to the point where employers, and again, once, 
once the first and already healthcare, and I know, you know, I've been working in healthcare for my entire life until they involuntarily retired me a couple of years ago. And you've heard that story, but you know, what, what life in a right to work state, they can give you anything, any reason they want, but they were already requiring us, even though we were nowhere near patients. We worked in a remote, you know, IT, we worked in data centers that were no patients, but we worked for a health organization. Everybody had to get their flu shot. And believe me, I fought that tooth and nail. I tried to become a Unitarian or Jehovah's Witness just to get out of it, and uh, you know, it didn't work. <laughs> but uh, that's the only way you could opt out of it. And uh, so they were already doing that then. This is way bigger than any kind of push to get the flu vaccine. Once the first employers start, they're already strongly, you know, strongly suggesting it, strongly advising it. Once they start having mandatory, and they will, the dominoes will fall because you know they, these businesses, there is no competition. Mm-hmm. And they will thought they will fall in line. Okay, you know we have to do it because they'll be ostracized that they don't. Do you really want to work for a place that doesn't require a vaccine? You can be safe, and that's what will happen. So again, you'll you don't have to do it, but you can either you know somehow start your own business, which is you know especially in this climate is going to be less likely to see than before. But or you're not going to be able to work anymore, which which means you're not going to be able to uh, pay into the system and ever get Social Security because you're sure not getting a pension anymore. So it's it's yeah, it's not mandatory. It's just you won't be able to work, you won't be able to eat. And again, it goes back to the Bible, and that's why the the fundamentalists are, are you know they, they have a good point when they say you know no one shall be able to buy or sell without the without the uh, the mark. And you know the, a lot of people think that mark is the Bill Gates chip that they you know these these vaccines are going to have a chip in them. Maybe especially when they get maybe the third or fourth one that you'll need. Maybe at that point, you know we need to do this, and then they'll be able to track you. Well, man. I- the thing is, it's certainly headed in that direction. If this isn't it, like it's just the precursors, right? Or, or priming for that at some point. If this isn't it, uh, it's coming at some point. Like it's just, that's the way it looks like to me. Mr. John Brissom, give me your thoughts. No, I, I yeah, I mean, definitely. This is definitely a precursor. We're not in the events of the book of Revelation yet. Um, but it, it is what they call the birth pangs of it for sure. So, I mean, I, I, so what do you, Don, let me ask you this. What are you seeing as far as people like, you know, friends and family or, you know, people that, you know, how are they like, are, are they in line with them force vaccinating people or the vaccine passports? Are you seeing any of that at all? No, I mean, I, I, in our family, we have a wedding coming up in my wife's family, and uh, I, I don't think any of us going to be able to go to it because, you know, I have had, as I've told people many times, I have a really big family, and the only person I've ever woken up in my entire family is my son. My son's awake. He's right there lockstep with me most of the time. But uh, although he still loves Trump, kind of, I don't know what, but but he's 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 there with me most of the time. But uh, the rest of them, no. I mean, I they they think I'm crazy. They never talk about my books. They, I mean, they never, they they basically treat it like I was. So I mean, everybody I hear from that likes what I do is somebody I don't know. Nobody I know does. But uh, but to you know, to my surprise, my daughter is also apparently you know doesn't want to get the vaccine. I I I, I wasn't able to influence her. I don't think my wife really does either. But uh, beyond that, the rest of my family, oh, my siblings and all, oh, my nieces and nephews, they're just lining up and they're worried when are they going to be able to get the second vaccine. And you know, I just there's they know not to you know they know what I how I feel about it. And so uh, I, I just don't talk about it. again. Let them do it if they want. But I I haven't had any impact there. So. People that, you know, I've told them before, if you think, you know, 
the Don Jeffries family is like lining up him and they're behind him and they're a bunch of radicals. Now he's, he's the black sheep of the family and he always has been, <laughs> you know, um, um, yeah, I think, I think a lot of us are, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, is I, you know, I, people in my immediate family know, like, you know, like my kids or my wife, but, um, you know, some people that I know that, you know, that I care about deeply, you know, they, they want to go get it no matter what I try to tell them to. I mean, uh, someone who uh, posted something on Facebook, uh, who I know was uh, – who is a progressive who is very much supposedly anti-establishment, right, almost the border of being a Marxist, they post about – you know, I'm fine with mandatory vaccines. Someone is who is you know, pro-choice, you know, my body, my choice. Like they discuss it almost every day on Facebook. Well, that, that built the bridge right, right there to, to, yeah. to, the next, to the next topic because there is a call you know, in the mainstream for mandatory vaccinations for everyone. There are people calling for this, prominent people, people with influence that want to see everybody vaccinated no matter what. Um, I'm going to go to you on this, uh, uh, Brissom, and let me know what you're thinking. Mandatory vaccinations. We, will we see it? I don't think we will, at least not in a blatant way. But but will we see it and... Uh, what are the consequences of something like that? Go ahead, man. Well, I still don't think we'll see it. It's possible, though, however. Mark from Usatonic Live has actually convinced me that maybe, you know, even though depopulation is is one of their is one of their goals to a certain degree, however, they might also want to try all of these vaccines and gene therapies and you know, them doing the whole bio biological warfare testing, what they say was for biological defense. Like you have like Operation Seafoam in San Francisco or you know, the 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 Lyme disease with the with the um gain of function Borella out of uh um Plum Island. You know, it it, it, it may be that they're running some sort of mass gen, you know, genetic testing on the population using us as guinea pigs. And we aren't necessarily uh, useless eaters because they need us to kind of do like this mass scientific experiment to try to see if they can do things like maybe extend life, uh, if they can get the right combination, you know, who knows what they may be doing it for. And I think Mark's proposed theory on that might be true. So if they, if they do, if they are testing something with the vaccine, you know, let's say that it's not necessarily to maim or to kill, even though that's what it's doing, to a certain degree, but maybe it is to also test something they put in the vaccine to see how people react to. We really don't know. Uh, you know, it, 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 we always, you know, think that it's nefarious, right? And it would be nefarious because they're not being honest. They're not telling us, um, you know, exactly what this is for. So obviously, it is nefarious. Don't get me wrong when I say this, but maybe it will be mandatory then if they do need a, a large enough population or sample size. To test this vaccine as, as some sort of of new almost gene therapy in a lot of ways, mm. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I go back and forth. You know, you can ask me someday, and you're like, do you, do I ever think that the vaccine is going to be mandatory? Nah, I don't think it'll ever get that part point because a lot of people are going to say no. A lot of people are going to dig their heels in. But then other times, if you asked me, I would say, well, maybe if they really do need, you know, to test whatever's in the vaccine on the general public to get data, you know, to use this as massive guinea pigs. If Mark's right about his hypothesis there, I, I, I don't know. I really don't. 
Um, I would like to think that it wouldn't get to that point where the National Guard or the military is going door to door. And they're like, out now, you need to get the vaccine or you're going to go to a camp. You know, I mean, conspiracy theorists have been talking about FEMA camps and camps for like decades. Well, I think but- in order in order to see something like that, right, that uh, the military is coming door to door, we're going to have to see bodies on the street. Yes. They're going to have to scare the hell out of the people to pull something like that off, in my opinion. Finish up your thought. I don't even think they scare people enough right now for that to, for, for it to go that far. Um, but could it go that far? Could they release something um, as Jimmy Jean from Into the Microcosm has mentioned before? Is it a possibility that um, there might be something in the vaccine, though it may you know hurt and maim and kill a lot of people? There may be some sort of protective element that's actually in there, and the people that don't get the vaccine actually get sick from some strain they release. We really don't know. Of course, this is all speculation. Who knows? Right. Now, I'm not getting the vaccine at all. I, 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 there's a lot of problems with the vaccine. I mean, look at the research of Dr. Kevin McCarn, PhD, and the possibility that the spike coronavirus spike protein that's in the vaccines, in all of them, uh, the RNA or the DNA, if it's the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, um, that it can cause prion uh, development and prion neogenesis, um, neurogenesis in uh, in in uh, people uh, that could possibly lead to a massive explosion of Crutzfeld uh, Jakob's disease, which is human mad cow. Mm. Uh, so if that's the case, this is going to be horrific on levels that we've never seen. Right. So I don't know. Like I, it could go a million different ways at this point. I will say this. They have gained the, the world order has gained more footholds. Well, they have the upper hand, is what you're trying to say. Putting putting stuff, you know, out there to limit our rights during the coronavirus pandemic than I think has ever been done before. I think it even may surpass 9-11 in the Patriot Act. Time will tell. Um, but if that's the case, this would be the closest time where they would be able to pass off something, you know, like you have to get the vaccine. I don't think they've scared enough people yet. You're right. They'd have to release something or do something where you would see like massive loss of life right. before people like you have to, you know, my, my neighbor would drag me out of the house and say, you have to get the vaccine. Think of the children, you know? <laughs> so I don't think it's there yet. And I don't think it will get there. But at this point, with everything that's gone on, who knows? Right, you never, you know, you never know. Three years ago, I would have been like, yeah, I don't think it's ever going to get to that point. Now, it could. Yeah, it, it absolutely but, could. And, and we're just speculating here about what could happen, judging from what we're seeing right now uh, and what we're um, reading and what's being told to us by the mainstream, what's being put out there. These are all possibilities here. Um you know, mandatory vaccines, vaccinations is a possibility. Do I think it will happen? I don't, but it's not going to be, it's going to be soft mandatory vaccinations, right? It's either you do that or you stay at home and you you don't get to go see a concert. You don't get to go into a movie theater, right? You don't get to go into a plane, stuff like that. That's what I think is going to happen, which is a de facto mandatory vaccination. But anyway, Don Jeffries, I'm going to go to you. Same question about mandatory vaccines. Do you think it's going to get to that point where they mandate this thing? People are actively calling for it, actively calling for the population as a whole to be vaccinated forcefully. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, the conspiracy world has, has predicted these kind of dire things for a long time. And, and certainly, but I think that, uh, you know, whether it's confiscating the guns or anything else, and, and what happens is, 
I think especially at this point, uh, I, I wrote about this many times, but uh, it basically it's been about a year now since the, the world, I mean, it basically shut down the entire world a year ago. And uh, they didn't need any troops to do it. They didn't need any cops to do it. They just used fear porn and the whole world complied. That includes Vladimir Putin, who I admire for a lot, in a lot of respects. He certainly seems like a manly man, uh, but you know, they all rolled over. I mean, you know, some countries are better than other. Others, uh, you know, uh, you had Belarus that was was very good, Brazil in some ways, Sweden, but they all did something. They all did, had elements of it. And certainly in the United States, the UK and Australia, uh, it, it just, it's just ludicrous what went on. And, we were, and, and the reaction has been so absurd that I don't know, you know, to make and look at how the way the vaccines have been treated. I, there, there's no reason for them to make the, the vaccines mandatory. First of all, that's a bad look. You know, and for whatever reason, even though I wrote recently about the the the, the, the mask is it's ironic because they're they're demanding that we all wear masks, but their masks two, have come two, off. At least two, sir. Yeah, at least two. <laughs> and I, I, ironically, while they're you know people are running around with their masks on, the people that rule us now, their mask has come off. You know, you don't you don't you don't see uh, the Katie Couric types gritting their teeth and say, "Hey guys, hey guys," and then doling out fluffiness and trying to pretend everything is so wonderful as it is in their lives. Uh, to the, you know, the half of the people that are, you know, there's 70 some percent that are struggling, uh, living paycheck to paycheck, not to mention the people at the bottom who have nothing. But uh, they kind of stopped doing that with with this with the fear porn. Now they're selling that nonstop and they're not telling you that everything's great. They're telling you this, that, that this is, you know, everything's terrible and, you know, things aren't going to get better. I, just, I saw that they, uh, so one of the many absurd appointees of Biden, I, I forget, some kind of health official. Not It's not Rachel Levine either. I won't even go there. But it's somebody <laughs> else that was, was in tears talking about, you know, saying, I just, you know, I, about uh, basically predicting the greater doom that's going to keep happening. I mean, still milking this, this, the virus of all viruses, which has already already broken every, and again, this is, this is either... A, a, a real bioengineered virus, if it was real, it would have to be because it can't be a strain of the coronavirus because it's been around for a long time. It comes around every year. That's why they call it COVID-19. It was a 2019 strain. As I pointed out many times, we're into 2021. What happened to COVID-20? Where did that go? I mean, how come it didn't get, you know, how come it didn't get to do its thing? Because COVID-19 never died out, according to these people. Like all other viruses burn out in the heat of the summer. This one didn't. And apparently it's never going to burn out. You have people now saying, you know, we may have to, I mean, I, I had people arguing with me the other day, I think it's a good idea to keep the mass on forever. I mean, so I think Jesus, the, the programming, you know, Fauci said early on, we may never be able to go back to shaking hands. So they don't want you to have, they want you to wear a mask when you're having sex. I mean, this, and people are doing <laughs> it. People are getting married with masks on. So they really don't, they don't need to do much more than that. They've already, and, and the th I think they like this better. Because they, you know, order out of chaos is the old, you know, saying attributed to the uh, the Illuminati, where they want. And right now we have chaos because we have a certain. I don't know how it's a chunk of the people that like us that we like to think consider ourselves awake, and uh, that are looking at this in, in varying degrees, just you know, <laughs> sitting there saying, shaking our heads. This is amazing. This is some kind of sci-fi movie. And what are, what are the people going to wake up here? One of the uh, but the majority clearly, however you look at it, we're outnumbered, and we're probably outnumbered by, unfortunately, a significant oh, bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so, so the, most people, 
And this has worked on them way better than 9-11, John mentioned that, or any other political thing, because this has gone beyond, people don't think, normies don't think this is politicized. They don't understand what the medical industrial complex really is. They don't understand the history of the WHO and CDC. And like when I'm, when I'm writing my book, I, you know, I, I argue with people all the time. They say, I said, look, this is not a conspiracy theory saying that the WHO and the CDC, wherever I can, I source back to them because they've They've told the truth all along. It's just, it's hiding in plain sight. They early on, their directive last April to all hospitals, CDC, not from some conspiracy website. You are to list the cause of death as COVID, even when, and I quote, a test is, uh, the COVID test is inconclusive or unavailable. So, I mean, that goes, and you've had the WHO that has admitted it. And then you had the CDC, if, if you needed any more proof, because, they're, you know, again, they're just, they're just making it easy for you here. It's like, it's like you're taking a, chest, a test and the teacher's giving you the answers and you're still not doing it, you know, because somebody's distracting you over the corner and you're still not taking debate. Uh, they told you in uh, this fall, they came out and said, you know, 94% of these, however many deaths they claim from COVID now, 304, I don't even know how much they claim it is now, but 94% were from other causes. So they, they, now the CDC told you that. And at the same time they told you, and lo and behold, the flu has disappeared. It's 98% gone. So, I mean, you know, so what have the conspiracy theorists been saying? It's just a bad flu, right? Well, where's the flu? So they're telling you all this. So they don't, and, and there's, it's in plain sight. And so if the people like us are going crazy, how obvious do they have to make it? But it doesn't matter. You can't make it obvious enough for the people that are terrified. They've, they found something much better than threatening to take your guns or anything like that. And that's people's health. Nothing scares people more than the fact that they might die or get sick. So once they started getting people, especially old people to say, you know, this is your, so they've, I mean, really, it's almost a stroke of, you know, satanic brilliance, I guess you might say, in what they decide to do. But, I mean, when you can get people scared to, to hug each other, when you can get people, you know, scared to kiss each other, and you can people having sex with, with masks on, getting married with masks on, uh, people not being able to see their grandparents and great-grandparents, uh, even if they're at home, a lot of times they're scared to go. The grandparents are scared to have them come around. It's, right. it's tragic how many people. But so all this is, none of this was some of it was mandated, but just enough that where, for instance, like when they first started having, um, you know, having cops write tickets to whatever people were social distancing, which can see the third, because it's never, it's never been, there's no legislator ever passed a social distancing law. There's just executive decrees that are just issued and people, you know, obey them. But you had neighbors calling in Karens, yeah. you know, that they, they were calling and reporting. And, th and that's what you'll have. They, they do the policing for you. You don't even need the police to really do it. So, they never need to make this thing mandatory because the majority are going to take it. And the ones that don't, I think it's, you know, if, I, if I'm advising them, you know, I'm saying, well, yeah, you didn't get more mileage out of, out of doing it this way because this way people like us are ostracized. And however many people are, are, are there are going to be ostracized. They're going to become second class citizens. They're going to be maybe they'll have a sitting at the back of the bus. Although nobody rides the bus anymore, I guess. But uh, maybe they'll have you know certain designated parking areas or whatever. And most businesses won't hire you. Maybe they'll they'll say like they're already talking about you know in a political arena that if you uh, if you were near the Capitol, you can't have a security clearance anymore. So why why not extend that to people that you know? Hey, you know what? If you haven't had your vaccine, you can't have a security clearance. You can't have this. And, and I don't think no matter what they did, 
I don't think anybody on the other side is going to question it. So, and I think that's, that's where we stand right now is that they have the best of both worlds because they, they can still say, yeah, it's not mandatory. Nobody's, nobody's putting a gun to your head, but at all, to all intents and purposes, it is because if you can't work, if you can't uh, go to, you know, have any kind of, you know, if you can't go to concerts or you can't fly in planes, you can't go to bars or restaurants or nightclubs, uh, effectively, you can't have any social interaction. So if you're, if you're looking, if you're if single or something, how are you going to start a relationship with anybody? You can't. So uh, it's, again, this is just, these are just such tyrannical times. And the most disillusioning thing I, you know, I, I thought I didn't have a very, you know, a high opinion of most of people, unfortunately, before this began, but even, even I didn't imagine that they were this complicit. I mean, most people, unfortunately, are lemmings. And it's, I used to think it was just America. You know, but, <laughs> hey, man, everybody else in the whole world, they fell in the line, too. They're just not questioning things. They need to, and I know people are scared, but they need to say, look, these numbers don't add up. And even if they did at this point, they're not rolling through the streets saying, bring out your dead, bring out your dead, like they did with the Black Plague. You know, Ronnie Python had it portrayed it that way. But they... What we're seeing is not, and I don't know how many times, how many, and I, and I'm writing about all this in the book, how many times they set up army hospitals and field hospitals yeah. to handle the overflow of bodies, and they closed oh, without yeah. seeing a single patient because yeah. there wasn't any overflow of bodies, and that's the and they continued the refrigerated trucks, all these stories we keep hearing, and they still trot them out, and it's like you know, it's they're just trying to terrify people, and it's even if it was real. You know, one, one of the, the, the most sensible things Donald Trump did, he did try to pacify people early on by trying to say, hey, let's not worry. We're not to fear, which, you know, we used to think that was a good thing. But they, he was they went nuts. Well, of course, they went nuts, except for when he developed, you know, when he pushed the vaccine. That was cool. And when he bombed Syria. But everything else you know, was horrible. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, it, this is all about fear and uh, we, we need to try to stand up to it. But I, I don't know. I don't have much optimism because he said, you know, I'm talking about my family, my own niece, my favorite niece deleted me on Facebook over COVID. I've had a couple JFK people that uh, were loved my work and used to, you know, talk to, you know, a couple of them reviewed my books and stuff. Found out recently they deleted me, too. And it's all because of COVID. So, you know, it's this this is an emotional it's almost like the Holocaust where, you know, you're you're a COVID denier. And it's 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 no fun. Believe me, I'd, I'd love to be in the majority, too. But I, I'm sorry. You know, I just I I can't help this thinking thing. You know, you, you guys ought to try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, right, they, they've managed to weaponize our health, right, and weaponize our emotion, right, and uh, and uh, the war has has uh, graduated now. I mean, it's probably been this way for a lot longer than we've realized, but now we're realizing it. The war is in the mind. That's it. They don't need to do anything else. They don't need to do anything physical if they get into your mind, right, and they can manipulate you in that fashion. Now, I want to ask John a couple of questions based on some of the things you said, Don. Now, um, I will say this, the, the trucks outside, the freezer trucks with the bodies, they were real. Here in New York City, they were real. I don't know about anywhere else, but here in New York City, they were real and they were full of bodies initially when this stuff started going down. All right. Why the people died? I don't know. Was it Corona? Probably. Was it the intubations? There was some of that. You know, um, so there's a lot of things 
that contributed to the deaths of these people. But it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing out here in New York. Also with uh, with with the Donald Trump, uh, Trump, um, you know, he he uh, he did say to calm down. But, you know, behind the scenes, he was saying it was the worst thing since the Black Plague. You know, like, oh, it's over, man. It, it's airborne. You know, things are crazy. So I would like, you know, my leader to be completely transparent and tell me what the hell is going on besides lying to me. Now, in, in, in foresight, right, to, in hindsight is twenty twenty. We already know it wasn't as bad as they were making it out to be early on during the pandemic. But Donald Trump either knew that and didn't tell us, I mean, or, or was trying to play a double game when he was being interviewed by Bob Woodward. Because Woodward had the tapes and he was like, it's the end of the world. This thing is bad. It's way worse than the flu. It's airborne. And then he goes out there. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Calm down. Everything is fine. All right, John Brissom, why? And this is something I can't, I, I, I can't work out in my head, right? I know the virus is real, right? I, I don't think it's half as deadly as they said that it was. You know, and, and we'd had that debate early on, and, and, uh, and, and that, no, now we don't have that debate. We're, I think we're kind of on the same page. But um, they are, like Don stated correctly, the flu has gone away. Why? Why is that? Do you have any insight? Well, it's my belief that they're, one, not testing for the flu as frequently, and two, almost like it's kind of like a red meat narrative for a conspiracy theorist to be like, oh, the flu's gone away, the right. flu's gone away, right. you know, and, and it probably hasn't. I mean, obviously it hasn't. It's still out there, and it's just as much for the— No, but the numbers is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, clearly the, the flu is still out there, but for some reason, the numbers are gone. Go ahead. It's for the double-mindedness because you have the standard, you know, trust the science people being like, well, social distancing, wearing masks and washing our hands is working for the flu. And it's like, okay, well, why is it working for Corona then? <laughs> you know? So it's on both sides, you know? And look, I, I, I believe, you know, coronavirus, CV-19 is real. I believe it's a bioweapon likely. Um, I, I don't know... You know, we can argue the deaths and were they caused by people with, co you know, caused and mainly with people with comorbidities or people who were elderly. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the discussion that that that, that, that I, I think needs to be had. Um, it's the same with the vaccines, you know, is did every single person that got the vaccine who had an adverse reaction in the VAERS database, for example, you know, Grandma gets vaccine. She's 88 years old. You know, she dies a few days later. Was it because of the vaccine? Well, possibly, but maybe not. However, I will argue that the um, the, the 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 standard trust the science people. You know, you, grandpa gets vaccine. Grandpa's 85. Two hours later, grandpa's found found in the Vera's report, choking choking to death on his own vomit. Uh, you know, due to aspiration from an allergic reaction. And then, then they go, well, we don't know if that's the vaccine. It's like, yeah, come on, guys, whatever, you know. So it, it's kind of with, every, with all of this, it's, it's that discussion, right? It's, it's the back and the forth of how bad is it? What is it really? Um, you know, it, it, it is very difficult to have any nuanced conversation on anything anymore, for example, the masks, you know, the studies showed the neck gaiters don't work, the cotton masks 
if you have corona and you're sneezing into the cotton mask, it may stop a few virons from getting aerosolized in large droplets, but overall it's ineffective. Um, if everybody was walking around with N99 masks per se, if, if it was as bad as they claimed it to be, which at this point we won't learn that with the proper therapeutics, both conventional and um, alternative, which is like the MAP Plus protocol, for example, it can be treated successfully. Um, and there were issues with intubations. People were dying because the PEEP settings were too high. They were treating it as um, advanced respiratory distress syndrome. Uh, and it wasn't, it was more of a, uh, capillary, you know, bleed issue with iron and ferritin dumping everywhere and, uh, and, and microinflammation in the vascular system, but I digress. So there were deaths that were directly caused by medical intervention of them blowing people's lungs out, lack of a better word. Um, so there was a lot of mismanagement throughout this whole thing. There still has been continued to be horrific mismanagement. Uh, the Trump administration uh, has been abysmal. I mean, Donald Trump still to this day, and look, the Biden administration has been abysmal too. No one's doing this right. Okay, I don't think this is a right-left paradigm thing, right? They both had handled anything that could be remotely done. You know, th during this whole entire time, they should have. This is really truly a pandemic, right? I think it's a pandemic. Mm. If this truly was, they should have been like, hey, you know, eat healthier, get sunlight. You know, do things to bolster your immune system, and this is how it could be done. But and no, we, and, we, and we would have closed the border, right? I mean, yes, why, why, why are you letting people come across the border? You're not testing them. How is that possible? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so, and, and, and so, all of that, Don. But no, none of that was done. You know, and, and of course, you know, Trump. You know, they all like to. You know, Trump goes out and he's still calling the vaccine a miracle, like he called Regeneron. <laughs> Uh, SARS-CoV-2 drug, a yes. miracle, a gift from God. Now, I've done the research. Regeneron SARS-CoV-2 claims that they're therapeutic for COVID-19 is not, is not from the aborted fetal tissue germline compared to the other therapeutics that are usually done with monoclonal antibodies. However, I can't find any of that information. I've looked at the studies. They won't release proprietary information. Who knows? But however, the research for the development of monoclonal antibody drugs are based off of uh, a fetal cell uh, germ lines. So, you know, for Trump saying Regeneron's a gift from God, yeah, okay, bud. For him <laughs> saying vaccines are a gift from God, yeah, okay, bud. And so he's going on there. So they have the false dialectic, right? I remember during the, um, I think, Don, you probably remember this too. During the debates, we had literally had Harris and Biden being like, well, we shouldn't really trust the vaccines right. because of Operation right. Warp Speed yep. and it's being rushed and Jared Kushner and everything. Some people and said they wouldn't take it. Some of these politicians, yep. I forgot who it was, but they were like, I will never take the Trump vaccine. I think, or <laughs> I will never trust it. I think it was Andrew Cuomo here yep. in New York that said that. Go ahead. And then, and then, and then Trump was like, oh, it's safe. These, these science deniers. You know, they, 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 you know, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, are any of the Trump stands going to go out here and like have a problem with this? But no, they trust dear leader. Nope. And, sure. and so, you know, Trump comes out and because you know, they're now they're like the, the, the Republicans are hesitant about the vaccine. OK, most of your conservative minded evangelical Christians. OK, like myself. And and so they're putting it out there. So they're like, you know, so they have Trump goes on Maria Butima's show on Fox, 
And they asked Trump, they're like, so, you know, what about the Operation War Speed? So Trump goes on and praises it and how much is the best. And everybody should go get their vaccine. And then he goes, but they shouldn't be mandatory. <laughs> and that's just give, you know, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, you guys know, understand how double-minded Trump has been. He has prayed, he's been one of the biggest advocates for the, for the medical industrial complex of any oh. recent president, especially with Operation Warp Speed. I mean, Jared Kushner is on the league yep. structure for Operation Warp Speed as one of the head advisors for it. And I'm like, come on, guys. And they're like, but, but Trump said you don't have to get it if you don't want to. And I'm like, <laughs> but he's going out there praising it the whole time. It's a double-minded. Fauci's the best. Fauci's the worst. Deborah's the best. Deborah's the worst. Oh, <laughs> You know, how many days to stop the spread that the Trump administration put out first, Billy? How many days was it? Was it 15? 15. And then it went 15, then to 45. It's okay, Don. Don't worry. You know, Trump's always been our guy, all right? He's yeah. always, you know, he's pushed this COVID pandemic just as much as Biden has. Right. But yet there are still people who will still give Trump a pass. Yep. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's been all over the place, and he just like on everything else. And, and my book will be full of the quotes, of the, a lot of a lot of things I even forgot. But yeah, he's he had it both ways. He was, I mean, just this is his his uh, Punch and Judy show with uh, with Fauci. I mean, he was going back. It, it was almost like Rod Rosenstein tweeting all constantly, disagreeing with him, and then saying, "Well, no, I like I like Fauci. He's you know he, I get along great with him. <laughs> you know, and he never fired him." And and they were arguing with each other. Trump would say something to feed, throw red meat to his supporters, about you know, basically saying some truth about you know, skeptical about what was going on, and then Fauci and everybody would would jump all over him, and you know, then he and he'd do whatever they said. Yeah, he's, and you're right. The, his cult continues to probably 99% of the people that voted for him are skeptical about this virus, about this vaccine, and but because Trump is pushing it, they got to take it because he is dear leader. Well. And now, and now, now you have the Hegelian dialectic, right? So now, uh oh, breaking news: Ron DeSantis, who is the CMP darling, who may actually have the mantle for the 2024 president, we'll see. Oh, we're not doing any vaccine passports down there in Florida. Right. They're a violation of privacy. Mm. Uh oh, which, breaking news. <laughs> I'm fine. Obviously, I'm fine with that, right? But I don't trust DeSantis. So there's something, there's some angling going on here. Well, I mean, he's he's the heir apparent to the Trump cult, right? Mm -hmm. is, is Ron DeSantos? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, newsflash: He will not be the president of the United States. Just saying, just saying. Guys. There will never be a, There will never be another Republican president. Of the United there may States. not. I said be it there. when Trump was elected. There will never be another Republican president. There, there may not be. It might. It might have been the end of it right then and there. Um, let's go home. I'm going to ask you guys this. Give me a short answer to it. Will there be another pandemic? And if there is another pandemic, will it be bodies on the streets level? Will they up their game? People don't uh, openly. I was watching a, a freaking, I was watching TLC. I was waiting for 90 Day Fiance. I love that show. So I was waiting for it to come on and they had some other nonsense on before that. I think it was Sister Watch or something. And they were openly discussing whether or not the, uh, coronavirus was real. I mean, and this is on TLC. Openly discussing it. They were like, oh, we don't know if it's real or not. I, I, I don't care. And the other family's like, yeah, it's real, for real. And they're like, you know, taking all the precautions. 
but that that's how far this has gotten. A lot of people think it's just complete and total nonsense, right? The the um the whole COVID nineteen pandemic. Will they step it up and make people believe, right? Oh, you 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 don't believe? Okay, we'll we'll kill half of you. <laughs> you know what? I, I mean, they can do it. They just haven't. You know. So hey, I mean, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go to you, Don, first, then I'm gonna go to John Brissom. What do you thinking, Don? You, you think? Uh, we're going to see another one of these, and how severe will it be if we do? Well, you know, I, I think they, and I, I believe, and I, I'm writing more and more about this, and whether it's political or, in this case, a medical industrial complex thing, uh, what uh, what Naomi Wolf is calling biofascism, and I think that's a good good way to put it at this point. I think they like playing, I like the, I think they like manipulating minds. I think they like psyops better, and that's, that's why you see so many questionable elements of these mass shootings. Is that I think they because we know they have like people always say, well, why do you think they wouldn't kill? Of course, I know they would kill. You know, they they have nothing of no aversion to killing people. I think they like playing games with people. And so for some, they if they could and maybe they could, I have no doubt that they would they wouldn't hesitate to you know to put some deadly thing out there to put up unless you know maybe they fear that they can't contain it enough to where people that they don't want to die like themselves or people they care about they don't want to certainly they don't want to be in any danger but i think they like manipulating things better and i don't think you're ever going to see that but i could you know i could be wrong i mean because they they fantasize they're on the record all the time especially bill gates you know the point man for this he's just drooling over millions of people dying all the time this guy's the biggest eugenicist in the world so they would probably be excited at the prospect of that but i think they just uh, i think they prefer doing it the way they do it with, with theater and uh, you know, basically almost uh, getting you misdirection and getting you look the other way, because the, the biggest stat I want to say about the, the, the pandemic and I, and again, it comes from the CDC itself. They quietly admitted that the number of deaths, the total number of deaths have not gone up. In other words, you know, we should have theoretically, we should have 300 and however many claim they claim have died from COVID. There should be that many excess deaths overall. There's not. The numbers haven't changed, and and they they expect they expect uh, you know express surprise about it. Well, I don't know. So I I think that is a very telling statistic, because it it doesn't ring true with me. Because if this is any kind of a plague. Certainly, you know, when the Great Plague swept Europe, you know, there, 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 were, there were people that wouldn't have died otherwise. So I think we need to look at it that way. But I don't doubt that they would that they would do it if they could. I just think it's the same thing. You know, I, I like to equate it, Billy, with uh, the people that are, are, are so concerned about them taking it. And certainly I, I don't have guns, but I, I, I'm a very big Second Amendment advocate or a supporter. But Look, they haven't. After every shooting, they talk. Obama's going to take your guns. He's going to take your guns. They never did. They talk about it, but there, there's no. If they look, there's no reason for them to look. Look at what happened. Whether it's the election controversy, and it locked down anything like that. Did you see a bunch of these people that had the guns? Did you see them marching anywhere and threatening? No, of course not, because they have got. They have most gun rights advocates don't care about anything but guns. They don't care about anything else. Just don't take my guns. But as long as you let them go shoot and skeet or whatever they do, you know, so whatever they do and hunt, they're cool with it. They're not concerned about anything beyond that. So I think they realize they don't have to do that. I, I think they prefer the PSYOP direction. I think, I they think like that's the best way to go, actually. I think you're yeah. right. I, I yeah. have to jump in here, Don. We don't have a lot of time left. John Brisson, very quickly, give me your thoughts. I 100% agree with Don. 
Right. Um, I, I've, been, I've talked about that for a while. Josh Reeves actually made me reconsider. I think a lot of the gun grabbing fear is to make gun cells and ammunition cells skyrocket. And that's also why they had issues with, you know, recycled or reclaimed aim, ammo to try to do scarcity. Um, they could care less that we have guns. I really honestly believe that they could care less. Right. Um, so I will say that I wouldn't put it past them to release some sort of agent to call the population. Now, I don't know if they're going to do that or not. It's completely 100% speculation. Right. I also agree with you and Don that I think a lot of it is psychological and psychographical warfare. That's what the QAnon operation that's the new, was. That's the new thing. Yep. That's the new thing. manipulation of population. Right. So that's probably what it is. Um, and it's a manipulation of both minds with gun cells, right? You know, I mean, you, actually, gun cells were up on the progressive side on the left during the Trump administration. All right, we got to get up out of here, man. That's uh, time constraints, my friends. We'll do it again. Thank you, Don Jeffries. Thank you, John Brisk, for coming in and, uh, and giving us a little bit on uh, this whole situation. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is the Infinite Fringe. Aftermath Media, what is going on? Take it easy. Have a good night. Bye-bye.